welcome to Pick One Nine Podcast. My name is Jay Mitchell. I'm here with Corey Ross. Hey, Snake O, how are you, mate? Fan bloody tastic, mate. Absolutely fantastic. Just two of us again. Yeah, I know, man. What's going on? Yeah, what are I don't doing? know. Busy with life. Double double dabs for both of them. Double dabs. We'll hit that up. We might get one of them tonight. Yeah, it sounds we'll good. We'll hit the other one up later. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Look forward to seeing that from David Cox this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, today's ep, we're going to keep it a short one. We're going to go short, over yeah. uh, the NRL season's coming up. It's approaching really quick. So Very we're going to go over top three, top four yeah. in some cases. Most important players to each yeah. team's season. Um, and we'll get a bit of a look at, at where people are going to end up this year. Yeah. Um, where the ladders are, <laughs> what we're sort of thinking, we'll do bolder predictions yeah. closer, closer to kick to off. Time, but yeah. I've already got my spoon bed in, so. So do I. <laughs> uh, very good. And also, segment this week, I'm going to do one myself. Yeah. Throw on himself. Top 10 fat men in sport. Nice. <laughs> People that have dominated the field, bigger, bigger gentlemen. Nice. Let's go. Uh, yeah, that have really dominated their game. Yeah, I like it. Very good. Something right. different. Love yeah, that's it. it. Change it up. Keep the body guessing. Might do a little bit of this show in open too, depending on yeah. how much time we've got left. Big games today. Big games. Um, shock results. Shock. But we'll get to them. Yeah. Very good. Well, we'll start with the NRL. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so the way we did it is we've split up each team. Um, I've got a couple. Corey's got a couple of different teams. And we're going to go through the most important players. For each team. For each team. Yep. So, we might leave that team at the top of your list to last. To, to coincide with where they're going to end up on the ladder? Yeah, or? pretty much. <laughs> so, who who are you got, Roscoe? Which teams you got? So got Start the with Dra- the Panthers? Panthers, Rabbitohs, Knights and Dragons I've got. Right, beautiful. All right, let's go with the Panthers. Who you got? Who are the top three most important players okay. for the Dragons, uh, for the Panthers for the this Panthers. year? Uh, obviously, Nathan Cleary, their general, yeah. number seven. So good last year. So good for them last year. Carry, like, well, not carried them to a grand final, but he 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 led the way. Led the way well and truly, like a number seven should. Yep. Um, I've got Viliami Kikau. So so dead. so good for them last year as well. Like yeah. how how many times did Nathan Cleary put a little little bomb up and Kikau's just flying through and just catches it. Yeah, up in the air, and it's for a big man too, like not a not a winger or a center. For a for years man. and years, you see that half back back row combination, mm. and like you've seen like last but few this years, a, this like a, this was a much different way of producing that sort of result, though. Too. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't well, like kick a, has like once in a lifetime. So the style oh. he plays is different to a lot of back rowers. So strong, um, like he's not a Boyd Cordner. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. Boyd's probably the pick of the back rowers in the world at the minute, but. They play completely different styles of football. Absolutely, he's the, well. He's the new. He's the young buck coming through. It's so. what you you want your back row to yeah, look exactly. like, isn't it? He's like that next generation of second rowers. Could have played halfback. He's just fifty kilos too heavy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and number three, I've got Stephen Crichton. I was going to yeah. put um, Jerome Luai in, but I just thought, yeah, Stephen Crichton was outstanding for them in the centres last year. So he was so good. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. and it'll be interesting to see how he starts the year after yeah. the way he ended last season. Yeah, and especially um, now that he's sort of touted to get a big contract out of them too. So. Yeah, off-field stuff may distribute that contract. Yeah, but on the field, nothing, 
will stop. Yeah, like exactly. he's, he's so good. So, yeah, um, yeah excellent. Isaiah Yo, you missed him out. Uh, yes and no. Recently I think, appointed captain. I think because he's so, he's also very underrated as a player too. Like yeah. last year, I think he caught a lot of teams out that were not expecting him to be a great player. Yeah, and like he's really just stepped up in that last sort of year, year yeah. and a half. His incline was crazy last year. Yeah. From where he was the year before. But he was a solid NRL player. Yeah. Like, let's not but get I that wrong. Like, they didn't but, know where to play him, though, either, because he's because he could play centre or back row, or he, I think he even played in the halves at one point. Not yeah. last year, but like ages ago. A yeah. little bit desperate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, like he, he'd be a special mention. Yeah. So. 100%. But, yeah, no, he's, he's really good. Excellent. I'm going to jump across. I'll do one. Yep. We'll take it um, in turns, yeah. Yeah. I only... We'll start with the Sharks. Yeah, okay. Um, for me, they're, gonna, they're not going to be overly strong this year. Um, I think they may even slip from where they were last year. I think they'll be definitely yeah. lower than they were last year. Um, Chad Townsend yeah. is probably their most important player. For me, he, is, he needs to lead that team. He really needs to take the reins as the general for yeah. that team. Um, so that he's going to be a big one. Um a really, really important year for Matt Moylan. Mm. Um, I think this is his make or break year this year. There's been so many things about him in the past about where he'll end up, his work ethic, his injuries. Mm. This is the year that'll determine if he's done or yeah. if he can kick on and go to another club at the end of this contract. Or well and truly, I don't think the Sharks will ever re-sign him. No, because I think they've been they ha- will never get their money back. No, that's on it. what they've got paid for Especially him already. Yeah, so. when they they bought him from the Panthers. Yeah. So if they can sort of get a bit out of him this year, it's going to be really important. It's, for them. And do you think he'll play in the halves? He will at the start of the year. I think yeah. he'll start at six. Yeah. Um. Once Sean Johnson comes back, oh, yeah, we'll determine where Moylan ends up if yeah. he ends up in the one spot, mm. or if he stays in, or if he goes to like a fourteen jumper. Yeah, which I think he he's, he's, he's probably better at fourteen, yeah. but that all depends on my next pick, William Kennedy, local boy, the local boy, friend of the show. I uh, hope to get him on one day. Yeah. Shout out to his sister; it's a birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kennedy! Um, but if Will Will had the first crack at the one jump, jumper last year, and yeah. like that team is not short on fullbacks. No, that's it. Like Josh Dugan, Moylan, like they're all Johnson. They can all play fullback. Mm. I think it says a lot that they gave it to him. Mm. If he can aim up and keep Moylan out of the one, yeah, um, I think it's going to be really good for the Sharks' season. So what does Will have to do to keep Moylan out of that number one jersey? Consistency. Consistency, yes. I think there's such a leap between his best game and his worst game. Yeah. And I think that's purely because of just inexperience. Inexperience, yeah. So I've seen a stat and it was like... Um, you need like 60 NRL games now before you can call yourself an NRL player pretty much. Yeah. But that's how long it takes to get used to the league. He's only about halfway there. Is that because it's such a fast-evolving yeah. game now though too? Like, like yeah. compared to when they were in juniors, there's been so many rule changes too. Yeah, and these guys have come through with it. And like mm-hmm. Will's been the part of a really successful... Newtown team. Newtown team. Mm-hmm. But that's the Sharks feeder. Yeah. Like they these guys have all come in, so that really successful Jersey flag um, flag team, mm. 
that's now the first grade squad. Yeah. So they've lost a few because like Flanagan was the halfback. He's at the Bulldogs. Yeah. Like um, the hooker's gone to the Knights. Yeah. Like there's certain players that they've lost along the way, but he was a really um, big part of that. So yeah. if he can step up, that's going to be really big for their season. Yeah. So, um, Do you reckon – what about uh, Andrew Fafita? He, you, he, he's lost a lot of weight. He has? In yeah. The off yeah. His off-season's been quite good. That's good. Um, I think he's playing in the Indigenous All-Stars game. Okay, yep. I think he's playing in that um, for the Indigenous side. Um, so it'd be really good to see yeah. what a, a fit Andrew Fafita could do because he's been big for a lot of he's years. Been, and he's been having trouble with those knees. For those knees have been shot. And yeah. you can't say that it's not because of the weight. Yeah, like, exactly. Especially for a big man, that's so important too. Like yeah. considering when he, like when he dominated in that year that right. they won the premiership. Well, they were like calling it, him the next Artie Beaton. Yeah, and then all, like you just can't control the body just, weight, but yeah. like it's just it's really affected him. Um, Sean Johnson, once he comes back mm. uh, from injury, I don't know how long. I think it's half the season. He's still going to miss. Yeah, he's still got a heap. Of it's a while. That's still, why I left yeah. him out of my top three. Well, but. that's that's. When I was going to ask uh, whether or not you think Blake Braley will have a better year this year too. Like he, he got unlucky last year, had a pretty bad injury. Yeah. Um, well, I think he, I think he will because he like, showed before he got and, injured and that he could Brayley do it. Those Braley boys are talented young men. So yeah. So they've got plenty of potential there. Yeah, hundred percent. So and like I said, he was a part of him and his brother were both a part of that um, Sharks team coming through. Yeah. So, um, very talented family. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's like his brother's up in Newcastle, so... Yeah. Excellent. Uh, good stuff. Right, let's go... I'm going to pick your next one for you. Let's go Newcastle. Newcastle, yep. okay. So, speaking of Newcastle, I think this year's the year that Ponga really... Like, I know he's always pretty consistently good. Yep. But then he'll have, like, a niggling injury that'll just pull him back a just bit. Just minutes on the field, isn't yeah. it, for Ponga? Yeah. So, and I think this is the year that he sort of steps up as a leader for that team too. Yeah. Like, I know they've still got Mitchell Pearce there, but I, I'm just not sold on the fact that... Well, they've taken all yeah. all that off Pearce. Yeah. No leadership responsibilities in mm. that team at all. So, And it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Blake Green fits into that fold too, So, yeah. and whether or not he can stay healthy. Is he starting the season, Green, do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Because there is like, injury. There's I injuries there yeah. too, isn't there? So. Yeah. And that was the thing that hurt him last year was injuries... Like, yeah, like they always get decimated around around ten to fifteen. Yeah. So, uh, so the other players I've got, so the Saifidi brothers. Yeah, I freaks. put them in as one because I think they just so their trajectory good. last year from the year before was just yeah. so huge. Yeah, and like they were both in that New South Wales Origin side. So, and like well and truly on both the way to really big things. First ones picked almost yeah. to a point too. They, they were in great form. Yep. Um, and the third player I've got here is Tyson Frizzell. Yeah, standard. Big, big pickup from St. George, and I'm still filthy about it. Um, <clears throat> but I think he'll only help those second rowers and the front rowers that are in that Knights side. Yeah. That's another leader that the Knights have picked up. So they had Clemmer last year, and now they've got Frizzell in there as well. Yeah. Which is just going to do wonders for that team, I think. Yeah, 100%. Righto. Pick one. Who do you want me Radio. to do? 
Titans. Titans. Well, I'm expecting big things out of the Titans this year. I mean, they they did plenty of signing in the offseason. They went and well. Even, big yeah. Mal got checkbook out. And <laughs> went absolutely ape shit. Well, they they used that poor form of the Broncos at the right time. Oh yeah. Saying that, out of the three that I've got down here, two of them played for the Titans last year. <laughs> so AJ Brimson, um, yeah. huge season for him last year. Breakout season for him. Massive. Um, making the Queensland team. Another young fellow who's had plenty of mm. issues on and off the field, mental health and and somewhat. Ash Taylor. Yeah. Big year for Ash. I think he was playing some really good footy last year. I think with the pressure being off him, wearing the six jumper instead of the seven, mm. really suit. Do you also think like um, having a bit more around him will just alleviate and, that pressure even? And more? that's exactly where I'm going with it. Mm. I think with bigger back rowers and better front rowers, yeah. um, are really going to help him defensively, as well as just give him so many more options with the ball in hand. Um, he won't need to create something from nothing. He can just hit the next bloke. So that's going to be massive. Him passing the next bloke, David Fafida, I've got them top six. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Top six. I'm going top six. I had them at top eight. Yeah. I'm going top six. I think they'll do it easy. I think they'll do it easy. Do you think... The only thing I think it might take them a little while at the start of the season just to get that a bit of chemistry between them all. I think the seasons are so long that you've got time to do that now. Mm. Like, I think they'll manage. Yeah. So, they've got really good coaches. They've got really good leadership. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, Gordon Tallis is coming into it more. Big Mal's there. So, do you think, like, like those signings have just helped them get people like Gordon Tallis yeah. back into the club, like, so well truly sort of... The story with Tallis is that he was an ambassador... So pretty much what it meant was he rocked up to Titans games and had beers in the corporate box with the sponsors. Yeah. He went in to help sign David Fafita. Yeah. And Fafita said, I'll come and play for the Titans if you are at training and you come down and help us. That's big. That's huge, isn't it? But that's so, also like So Talos goes, a- yeah, I'm in. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's good for him. And it's also good, like, to see like a young player like Fafita going. I want you because you like, can make my yeah, game better. Yeah, that's it. Like, you're you're one of my idols. I want you to come in and like yeah. actually be a part of this. You're one of the best to ever do this. Mm. What I'm trying to do. Dragons, so, Dragons local mate. He's a Queenslander. I don't is know it, how. He, no, but he played for Illawarra for he did the longest time. So played for I, the, I count, I count played for Saint George, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Well, you know, like that area. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean. You just made three mistakes with your own team in the oh, space of a second. Even, you know, you know what I'm saying, though, man. I know exactly what you're saying, man. I All do. the fans no, consider him a local boy, even is. though he's not. When he but, had the blonde curly hair, yeah, yeah, the good old days before he was beaten up. Good, good looking Panthers bull before he and, turned into an actual bull. Oh yeah, excellent no, stuff. Excellent. All right, you only have two more. Two more. All right, well, let's go. Oh, sorry, three more. Oh yeah, oh, God, I just don't. All right, let's get him out of the way because I can't stand this team. Seriously. Well, South Sydney. Fucking South Sydney. Sydney. Oh, God, I hate them. <laughs> Isn't your favourite player there, though? No. Latrell Mitchell? No. Isn't he your favourite player Latrell. of all time? Shove Latrell up your bum. <laughs> okay, so for the Rabbitohs, I have got the halves pairing as like a singular unit. So yeah. Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker. Yep. 
Um, I think they were pivotal in how well the Rabbitohs played last year. They struggled for for the longest time with their forwards last yep. year. I think I think they almost had one of the smaller or not as agile. Packs. They missed Sam Burgess, yeah. didn't they? Like they yeah. really did. Well and truly, and they missed like another. Like I think Ethan Lowe stepped up a bit, up a bit last year, but yep. but yeah, no that that halves pairing was li- literally what carried them to the finals. Like yep. on the back of Cody Walker in sensational form, yeah, and Adam Reynolds' kicking game was. As much as you hate to say it, you can't deny that he had a cracky. Oh yeah, oh he was he was. I can admit that they're a good yeah. side. I can just admit that Despise I don't like them. them. <laughs> yeah, but like he would have been second behind Nathan Cleary for that Origin spot. I would have thought. Yeah, possibly. Well, who else would you have put in there though? Like they would have went back to Pierce. Yeah, fair, I suppose. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that halves pairing. I've got the new signing, Jai Arrow, in there as well. Big, because he was coming off the bench for the Titans last year. Mm. Like, they signed him on big money, big promises. Mm. But then he was a bench player for a team that wasn't overly good. Yeah. Um, I think, and I think they've got that, I still think they think they can get the best out of him too. And I think... I think if anyone can, it's Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I think that's going to be big, big for them. Yeah. Uh, and third, I mean, I don't think he needs any more credit. Damien yeah. Cook, like, he is, from a player that was barely getting a run in reserve grade for the longest time. For and the then, Bulldogs, yeah, yeah. Who weren't good and didn't yeah. have a nine. Exactly. And yeah. now he's come through to be well and sol- well and truly solidified that New South Wales spot. Yeah. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah. Like, he... I, I just he's I can't all, he's, sing his praises he's anymore. He's probably your Australian nine. Yeah. Isn't he? Like, yeah. yeah, well, that's it. Because you're not picking Harry Grant above him just yet. No, I don't think not yet. But, I mean, Harry, Harry Grant will be knocking on the door. Yeah. In a Second year. choice hooker for your club. Yeah. First choice hooker for your... How would that be, right? Just throwing this out to you. Sorry, we're getting on Melbourne. If they could pick Harry Grant to be the nine for... For Australia, right? Yeah. Brandon Brandon Smith would be the nine for New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. They're the two and three in their own club. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like, and they're the two best test nations in the world. Yeah, no. It's and both their, the nines are backups. Yeah. It's, Absolutely yeah, insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, Sorry, back on. Yeah, no. And then they're the three that I've yeah, got. Yeah, Cook. I just think. So I had the Harms pairing and Reynolds and Walker, yep. Damien Cook, and then Jai Arrow, just as a as a new face to the club and whether or not Wayne can get the best out of him. Yeah. Um, I thought about putting Latrell in. I just we didn't see enough of him last year. I don't think. Yeah, I think um, him a, a year at one will help him. Mm. So yeah, that's it. And like, hopefully he's over that hamstring injury or the hamstring yeah. glute injury that he had. Yeah. But um. Soft tissue, I soft think, heart. I think the um, the loss of Corey Allen is actually pretty big. It'll hurt them a lot it'll more. It'll hurt than, them, yeah, than yeah. they realised. He, was he quite came good in and he was actually really good at fullback, so. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Beautiful. Moving on. I'm going to knock two out real quick. Okay, let's do it. All right, I'm going to go the Warriors. Yeah. I've got Roger. Yep. Second, I've got Tuovasa. And third, I've got Sheck. Um, most important player for them, uh, Roger Tuovasa-Sheck. 
He is the team. Yeah. So, only got one year left. Heavy speculation will go to rugby. He has signed with rugby. He is going to Auckland. Yeah. He is playing for the Blues. He is going to try and play for the All Blacks in the World Cup. All power to him. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely good on him. Um, tough couple of years for the Warriors. Yeah. They had, they had a good year last year when you think about where they've been. Well, exactly. Especially when they were stuck in Australia, away from their families. And and it was sort of, they didn't know it was coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this season, they know it's coming. Yeah. Um, new coach, Nathan Brown, I think he's going to be awesome for them. He's traditionally a slow builder. So, like, I think he'll use Sheck leaving, and I think he'll buy smart. Mm. I don't think this year's the Warriors' year. No. But I think they'll be good. Well, and if they can get a bit out of uh, Roger this year too before he before he eventually leaves, I think I mean, he needs to rub off on the other t- yeah. on, on the team, and he has. You could see his fingerprints all over that team. Yeah, I just hope he leaves it in a really good point. Yeah, that's it. Um, and the other one I'm going to knock over real quick is Manly. Yeah, because we've literally got the Tom, Ben, and Jake show. <laughs> um, the three Dravoyeviches. The three kings of Manly. Yeah, you could throw DC in there, but. I don't want to. Yeah, no, um, no one likes DC. I think if Tommy can stay on the field, oh, that Manly team could do anything. When when he was on the ta- on the side, I think they were up around eighty percent win rate. Yep. And when he wasn't there, it was like dropped down to like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. it, it was, was just, really bad. Like the drop off. They've oh. got Manly have struggled for probably twenty years, mm. uh, ten years now. And they they, they had depth. They I don't mean, have any. That, so. And I think that was the problem though too. When when they had. Injuries. It wasn't one player. It was like yeah. five. It's like all right. They lost five players in one game, or four players yeah. in one game. Last that, it was a game against Canberra. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, in Canberra. Yeah, not an easy place to go and have injuries. No, exactly. They were lucky to finish the game. Yeah. Um. So that's that's my manly team. Yeah. The Travoyeviches. Well, that's it. All three of yeah. them on you. Get and Benny in there too. Moving forward, though, too, whether or not. Because I think Manly had the same problem when they had the Stuart, when they had the Stewart brothers there. Yeah, they were really good for them, but they were also taking up a heap of that cap space too. Yeah. So and those Travoyevich brothers, they give you more than what you're they, paying them. They, but it's just it's all the hard, other yeah. contracts for me that's yeah. just weighing that club down. Yeah. They really need to be ran more like a business and less like a football club. But mm. some teams that do that well, Roosters and Storm, they. Well, yeah, they've been the leaders of the NRL for the last... Everyone gets jealous and everyone gets the shits, but you look at it, mm. results don't lie. Mm. So, But that's like the club being run well from the top down as well, so yep. it's not... It's Speaking just, of a... And like Manly have had trouble with that board for yeah. so many years now. It's get like, rid of boards. Yeah. That's my advice to you. Yeah. Get rid of boards, well, high get, CEOs. Get rid of old boys, I think. Yeah. Have maybe but, have a couple in there, but just don't have the majority of them because have enough input from the community that you yeah. don't lose your identity. Yeah, but also don't, don't be weighed down by yeah. old ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being weighed down by old ideas, the Broncos. What are you thinking there this year? New coach Kevin Walters. I Who's think, going to be big for them? Well, I think Kevin Walters is a good coach for them. Like he proved last year with that underdog. Arguably underdog Queensland side, and they won the Origin. Yeah, um, I think he's not last year because Wayne Bennett coached him, but but didn't he coach the first? I oh, know. Well, there yeah. you go. There's, there's <laughs> but um, 
Uh, yeah, no. Look, I think yeah, Kevin no, Walters. Um, Kevin he Walters has brought some underdog teams yeah. and made them really competitive. Yeah, exactly. Against red hot New South Wales sides for the last yeah. few years. Yeah, and like he's always been competitive, and I think it, it's going to be a test to whether or not that old boys coaching mentality can work there too. Yeah. Well, I think because they base their they base a lot of their football off their culture too. So yeah, like I think the last couple of years. The relationship between the Broncos club yeah. and the old boys has been very frayed. 100%. 100%. So, on that note... Who you got? I've got Pat Carrigan down. Yeah. So, the young captain. Who we didn't even know about, and all of a sudden he was running the Broncos out. And I think it's not such a bad idea to have a young young buck that can be coached well yep. as the captain. But he was really big for them last year. Like, 100% effort all the time. Yeah. All of last year. You knew what you were getting off him every week. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I've also got Anthony Milford down. Based on the fact that when he plays good football, he can play really well. Yeah. And he can ch- turn the game around. And when he played his best footy, Kevy's, Kevy was the halves coach. Yeah. When the Broncos made that grand final against the um, Cowboys, mm. Kevy was the halves coach. And exactly. had him and Ben Hunt going absolutely red hot. So. Yeah. There's no... He will be better for yeah. for Kevy being there. I also had... So, I almost put in Tom Dearden, the yeah. young number seven. He's going to be so good. Yeah. And whether or not Milford plays in the halves this year or he comes off the bench at yeah. number 14, so... Yeah. It's, got, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in terms of... That Brisbane spine is going yeah. to be a big question about Because it. they don't know whether or not Brodie Croft will work out there either. So well, who who's going to play nine for them this year? You reckon? Because uh, because is just signed with yeah, the, the Dragons. Dragons yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they put Corey Pakes into yeah. number nine. Yeah. Um, I think like I know he's a half, but I also think he might be better off suited to and they've also got number nine. Seven half decent, seven average halfbacks. Yeah, so exactly. Someone needs to put well, their hand up it, and go. Like, I'll go, I'll go and play nine. Well, they, they won't want to put like. People like Jermaine Asako up, up there. I don't think. No. And um, third and not least, Katoni Staggs, the Wellington boy. Isn't he a freak? He's a freak. And like, if if he hadn't had that injury at the end of last year, he would have been dead set number number three or four for the Blues. I would have thought. Yeah. Well, least, you think as soon as Trevojevic was injured, he's in. Yeah. Don't you? Like exactly. So, and I think he, this will be a big year for him, whether or not whether or not he stays in the centres or Kevy tries to develop him into a number six. Or a one. Or a yeah. one. I, would, I think I would prefer to see him at number six because I think he could be a really good running 5 eighth. I'd love to see him at one and let him do the same thing. Yeah. Play a bit like Tedesco does, just poke through the middle. Just poke through, yeah. Like Pappenhausen. I mean, he's got the strength. He's got the strength. He's got the speed. He's got his quadzilla. Well, he's, he'd be stronger than Pappenhausen. Mm. Maybe not as quick. Maybe not as quick, but yeah. But it'd be. It's not Darius it's Boyd popping him. up yeah. the middle, is it? Yeah, that's it. So, but yeah, no, I, I like it. Those three, I think. Are, I think the Milford one is going to be the most important. Most important because if they can get him back to where they, considering they signed him for. Resigned him for a shit ton of money. Yeah, it's going to be so important for them to get him back to get him on the bright mental side because I think yeah. I don't know if it was the media or something up there, but 
he was struggling something chronic in the mental department and that yeah he put on a heap of weight and just didn't look right as a football no, player he looked all over over the shop yeah very good I've got a few extras yeah let's go because we've got a few for from Muzz as well um so I'll get a couple over and done with real quick you ready yeah Bulldogs yeah um Muzz's team mind you they're on the up <laughs> oh, they've signed very well they've signed well this year next year's even better yeah um, three most important players for them this year: Flanagan, yep, Big, Kotrick, Bigger, yep. and Napa, the biggest. Yeah. So he's the most important player for them. He needs to control their go forward. Napa needs to step up this year. He needs to lead from the front. Yeah. So, well, there um, was that when they signed him a few years ago, when they were trying to have Clemmer there and Aaron Woods there as well. They had just the three big boys. And then they realised that they were over the cap by... A lot. A lot. By about a contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... We've signed three too many players. Mm. And I think that the thing is with Napa too, it's it's also a mental mental thing again. Yeah. Like whether or not he can pull his head in and play smart football rather than... Yeah. I mean, he's been pinned a few times for, for a flying shoulder and yeah. digging his head in, but... He's not a thug. He's, he's not... I don't think he's as big a thug as everyone thinks he is. Yeah. Like, I I just don't think he does it intentionally, but he just he's gets just his a, head in the wrong spot He's all just the a time. meathead. Yeah. Typical. P- pure concrete head. Pure, just front rower. Yeah. Uh, Parramatta. Yep. I've gone Mitchell Moses. Um, well, and I think with Moses, quickly, consistency... From Moses he wants to thing. be good, and I think that's good. the best thing about for and him. He's, yeah, he wants to be good, so and we had fla- we had flashes of brilliance last year. Yeah, he was so absolutely. close, so many times. Like just it's just like one or two games that they yeah. should put away yep. that he didn't take control of. Hundred percent. Um, the big back rower Lane. Yep. Um, really good go for it last year. Mm. Um, and then Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown. The other half, yep. um, if he can stay fit, they're yeah. going to be they're going to be red hot again. Consistency. Um, two teams that I don't think will play huge roles in the season: the Cowboys. I've yep. got Drinkwater, big for them. Yep. Um, v Holmes, Al Valentine. Mm. Be interesting to see what a year in the NRL after the is NFL. He, how is he's, he, he going to retain that fullback spot? Or is he going to be pushed to the wing again? Well, he was on the wing for a reason. Mm. I think maybe another off season might have helped him, and they yeah. might give him another crack. Because yeah. when he left, he was in such good form. Mm. So I think another off season might really help him. Yeah. Um, and going forward, if they want to be successful, he needs to wear one. Mm. So, well, he needs to develop into that number one jersey too. Yeah. He can't just be put in there and not. No, hundred percent. So, um, and their be all and end all is big Tal Malolo. Well and truly, he carries them every game. He's the best front forward yeah. in the game. The biggest workhorse. Just the amount of metres that man gets through, it's just ridiculous. Unbelievable. So if they're going to be any... A must-have in your fantasy side. Yeah, like your first one pick. <laughs> um, very good. Um, another one that I don't think is going to be doing anything this year, the Tigers. Got them finishing ninth. Um, Brooks. <laughs> uh, Brooks. Really? Ninth? That's not like that. Yeah. I think, well, they finished 11th this year. Yeah. It really affects the average. <laughs> um, Brooksy, uh, big Jimmy Tarmo, going across there from Penrith. 
yeah, instantly be being made captain straight away. Yeah. His captain team really shows what his work ethic. Do you also think he'll be able to work with uh, Michael Maguire a bit more too? Like he's a bit well, more I think malleable he's so in terms of defensively minded. I yeah. think they would have had a bit to do with each other in the past, maybe. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and Norfoluma. Norfoluma, yeah. Um, who should have, if it wasn't for the stinking cheating rabbitos, he probably would have been a leading try scorer last year. Yeah. I actually saw one of the Cowboys blokes jumped him, but um, was up there all yeah. year. I think he led the try scoring all year into the last round. I think he, and two he blokes had a got hat tricks or something. Yeah, I think there was a couple of games where he got dropped as well from. Yeah, it might have been. Team, yeah. yeah, which really got hurt dropped, him. and he had an injury or two as well. Yeah, like he's he's one of those players that can be red hot, but also yeah. if he has a stinker, he's has an absolute yeah stinker. So I've got three teams left that we haven't gone through. <laughs> yep. First one, the Canberra Raiders. Um, I think they almost pick themselves. These yeah. three: Jack Whiten, Dalian Metal, Dalian, best player in. Yeah, fair well, call. arguably, yep. there are points. Um, Hodgson, bit busted up last year, suffered a really bad injury. Who did they get to? Whoever his feeling was last year went did unbelievably did well. Re- yeah, way better than everyone thought he was going to. So he was almost their best player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting. That it was might another give Englishman him, too, wasn't it? Yeah, might have been. May have been. Or am I thinking of the halfback? You, you're thinking, thinking of the, the halfback. halfback. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Big Papa. Of his of his boxing uh, win the other night, yeah, very controversial. Yeah, controversial. Nothing controversial about beating up Queenslanders. Um, <laughs> he's, get a Queen, he's a Queenslander, though, isn't he? Yeah, it? but he was beating up a Queenslander, <laughs> so it's like I don't care who wins. Bit of friendly fire, mate. Just kill each other. Yeah. Um, excellent. All right, I got two teams left. Let's go. Storm. Yep. I've got Munster at one. He's the most important player. I could have picked the whole team here. Let's be yeah. honest. I did. I've got a few. They were red hot last year. Let's be like, you could have picked any one of those players and you'd be fine. Well, Addo Card didn't even come into contention, but he's going to be one of the best signings of the year next year. So, um, Munster, Bromwich, yep, Jesse, Bromwich, yep, um, Pappenhausen, um, Brandon Smith, yep. I realised looking at it now that I've missed out on. The other backup hooker, um, Harry, Grant. Harry Grant, obviously, mm. idiot. And then Cameron Smith. Yeah. Like, I can't, could not leave any of them out. But you've got... Their squad is just so good. Yeah. It's unbelievable, like, how how consistently good their team is every yeah. year. They're like, going to be able to all do the Sydney Joe, but you got race at the end of the year, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, you get paid in boats. Speaking of getting paid in boats, Sydney Roosters... Uh, lean into it. They don't care if people say we cheat, we win. It's okay. Um, most important player, Tedesco. Yep. Um, he's going for his third consecutive player of the year. Never been done in club history. So, really? yeah, never been done. And Teddy, in three years at the club, could do it. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Kiri. Obviously, we've got big JWH. Now, big Jared Hardgreaves, really? yeah, he's getting towards the end mm. for me. 
we've got a really good crop of young front rowers coming through. Mm. And I think it's going to be one of those years for Jared where it's like, where are we going with this? Yeah. He's so got so he, much football. Take, he'll take the... He might have to take a back back seat. I think role. by the end of the year, his numbers will still be the best, like some of the best that you'll see in the comp, mm-hmm. but he'll be doing it from the bench. Yeah. And I think his role is important for the future of the club. Yeah. Not just... You've got Lindsay Collins, mm. who's belting the door down. Yeah, well, like, truly. For a, for a starting jumper, and I think that's the one he's going for. Because um, big... Um, Taki Ahu has been playing really good football as well. So it's like yeah. you've got two, the two New Zealand front rowers, mm. well, two of, you've got the Bromwich boys as well, but like there's real stiff competition to get that yeah. starting jumper. Um, it'll be a big year for Jared. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, I had to pick four. I could have picked 18 for the Roosters, let's be honest. <laughs> but I've gone with Angus Crichton. Now, the reason I've gone Angus Crichton is because we're going to have no Boyd Corner for like 12 weeks. Yeah. At least. So, you watch him step up and be the best back rower in the comp. Mm. Because he was in such good nick at the end of last year. Mm. Um, I think he'll get his edge back that he likes, because that's where Corner plays. Yeah. So, he'll go there. Victor's back at 13. Well, that would have been arguably one of my players... That top three or four. Uh, Victor's my favourite player. Yeah. I'll be mentioning him all year, so oh, I, did, okay. I so wanted to leave you him. You just out. wanted to leave him out for one week. Yeah, of the twenty all, weeks that you get, talk about him. I get so many people hanging shit on me about how much I talk about Alexander Arnold. I've got to <laughs> spread out my favourite players. Um, just as well, wanted to talk about the EPL this week, mate. Thank God for that. We can talk <laughs> Champions League if you want. Liverpool out a win, we'll take it. Let's reel it back to yeah. the NRL. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so Angus Crichton. Um, very important player on that edge, mm. and I wanted to mention Joey Manu, but I couldn't mention everybody. So, well, that's it. Uh, just on the back of Boyd Cordner. Yep. I mean, he, what what are they going to do with him? Like, are they? Is it going to get to the point where the Bruce are going to have to tell him to stop playing football? In Look, terms of his head injuries and stuff, I think there's no club better in the NRL, the managing head injuries than the Roosters. Yep. On a, like, I'm a Roosters fan, mm. but you look at the players that they leave out and the games that they leave them out of, mm. you can't say that anyone does it better. Yeah. Maybe Newcastle. Mm. I think they'll just manage it. I think yeah. he'll end up being a player that plays 12 games a year. Yeah. And he might do that for the next six years. Um, he'll they won't force him into anything. He'll be a rooster for as long as he wants to be a rooster. Yeah. Um, but they might manage game time. Yeah, well, that was my only thought. I was just yeah on the increasing sort of reports of like CTE and like head related injuries and stuff and the long term effects. I didn't know what yeah because he's had so many so many games off in the last couple of years. So he has recently had scans. Yeah, which have shown that he has no long term damage. Well, that's good. So, it's just a matter of not wanting to develop that long-term into, damage. Yeah. Which, if you keep knocking yourself out... It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I remember a couple of boys... There was one boy in particular that I played footy with in high school. Mm. And he would knock himself out every game. That was high school football. Mm. And then I went and watched him play men's. We went across and played senior same. footy, and he was doing the same thing. Yeah. 
And it was just like, you need to just stop. Mm. And he did, and I'm sure he's thankful for it. Because yeah. when he's 50, he's going to be thinking back. Well, he won't be able to think back. <laughs> that's like, the thing. It's just, yeah. That's what we need to keep an eye on. Yeah. And it is so good that we're getting the, the ability to check for CTE and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, and now that everyone's sort of well and truly Come on board it, and actually yeah. we're open to admitting. Because surely we, we all sort of knew that knocking yourself out is not good for you. Oh, yeah. But and I think, a I lot think of people were just in denial. Like boxes and stuff that... Yeah. But. I grew up with a grandfather who was injured a lot mm. and he preached to me playing football and that. Yeah. Don't play busted. Yeah. And I, I thank him for it. Because now, I've never been good, Mm. but I've always played a lot. Yeah. And my body thanks him. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we've got one team left, and I've saved them to last because that's where they're going to finish the season. Corey Ross, Dragons. I'm already questioning your list. Go. Right. So... (laughs) You have no arguments from me as as to where they're going to finish. I have very little hope for us this year. Dead last. Dead last. So I started my list last week when we discussed <laughs> outside the pod who would be the most important players for yep. teams. First name that's written down there. Cam McGuinness. Cam McGuinness. Tories ACL during the week. Boom, boom. So. Season? Season done. Straight up. See you, Cronulla, 2021, yeah. 2022. I, I don't, unless we're playing finals, which... <laughs> <laughs> not happening. If you're playing finals, he still isn't playing because he's on such a hot streak. You oh, can't how change much are you going to pay me if we make finals? I'll give you a grand. Fuck. But I'm not, I'm not reciprocating <laughs> that if we don't make finals. Yeah, we'll put a grand on finals. Uh, <laughs> not at, no. Because <laughs> that's easy money for you. Yeah. Um, no, I'll put a big, on, big Mac meal. Let's go, big. So, Mac. so I had Cam McInnes down. I think being the heart and soul of that club ever since we signed him, and now he's out with an ACL injury, and yep. we won't even be able to sit like uh, you won't even be able to send him off. Heartbroken to the arch rivals. Yeah, the team that shares your changing rooms. Yeah, you just have the same home ground. I, I, I'm well aware. <laughs> He's going for less money just oh, to get away from it. Just stop it. Um, so, so, yeah, look, I had Cam McInnes. So I've switched him out with the hooker that we've signed to replace him. Andrew McCulloch. That's okay. a big call. I only put him in here as important as that role is to the team. Yeah. So I think the problem with... Andrew McCulloch is, he's one of those old school hookers, as in gets the ball from dummy half, passes it off. He's not really, he's not a creative player. I think that's what he's really, really, really going to miss. Well and truly, we're missing that number nine, like we need a dynamic number nine, someone like a Damien Cook or someone who can move the ball forward, but also like create problems for the for the defence. Ken McGuinness was 90% of your go forward last year and he did it without a forward pack bringing him up. It was literally basically him and Dufty yeah. scoring the majority of our points. On the back of um, Frizzell. Yeah. And now you don't have Frizzell getting yeah. you on half a step forward for yeah, them exactly. boys to get on the back of. Yeah. 
So you don't have him going forward. Mm. Then all of a sudden you pick a stationary nine mm. to throw to a stationary seven mm. who throws to a six that doesn't want to run the ball. And then Dufty will never touch it. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, we're in for a world of hurt this season. I think it's going to be it's going to be tough because we're going to have to be developing. And we've bought players that... So we've brought McCulloch, who's had so many injuries. He's injury-prone. Jack Bird, injury-prone. Fat. We should have put him on our... F- yeah. He's not on our fattest <laughs> players to dominate the game. Close, but... Because he doesn't dominate. That's he point. doesn't dominate. It's the only yeah. thing keeping him off the list. Exactly. Uh, so second player I've got, Corey Norman. This, <sighs> this is do or die. For that halves pairing, do or die. It was do or die when he left Parramatta. Well, but you know what I mean, like yeah. Oh, I miss you. He won us a couple of games last year, no doubt. But consistency, consistency, consistency. He lost you a few too. Yeah, yeah. Well and truly, um, I almost had Ben Hunt in there, but I just thought he's just been such a flop for the amount of money that we paid for him. I just don't even want to mention him again. Uh, you know he's on less. He's on more money than Tedesco. I know. Who's the best player in the world? I didn't agree with it at the time that we signed him. I was like, he's not a, he bloody dropped the grand final for the Broncos, but. God, he's but, never recovered but, from that, has oh, he? He never has. He never looked like he, like he will. But, um, yeah, Corey Norman, like I think, I think with Corey Norman, he can play well. And if anything is to go off like what the head coach is thinking of him, if he's training well. Yeah, I hope he can put that out onto the field as well. Yeah, that's my only thought. Like, if he can, if he's training really well and getting that offense into motion, then yeah. then all credit to him. And I think he could be a game changer for us. But there's a lot of work yeah. that needs to be done for that to happen. Hundred uh, percent. Th- third player, Matt Dufty. Yeah, <laughs> nearly lost him. I think he's well, and. Like he's well and truly sort of solidified that that fullback One, spot. Yeah, he made it his own, didn't he? Like I just think he is sometimes a liability in defence, but he also makes up for that in offence. It doesn't matter if he lets in a try game. That's okay because he'll score two from nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like and you've well got to get like a little bit of give and take. Like, and I would say behind McInnes, he was the second best player in the team last year. Yeah, like it, they were both so far ahead of everyone else. Which, considering at the start of the season, the Dragons could not give him away. Yeah, they were trying to give him. They were away. trying to get rid of him. They were trying to. Get, they couldn't even give him away. They were mm. willing to eat contract, and no one would take him. It's unbelievable. And now all of a sudden, he was one of the best fullbacks in mm. the comp last year. So, it's a big. Um, it's a, it's a big call, and I think. I think he is now their most important player. Yeah. Which is pretty funny considering you just probably won't have him at the end of the year and, and uh, you just yeah. were trying to get rid of him at the start of last. Yeah. So, very uh, good. I've also got a special mention here. I think Tyrell Fu- Fuimano. Uh, we'll go with that, yeah. Yeah. Fuimano. Fui- I can't even Fuli- say his name. Fuli- yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you have it. And then we've got. we've also got like Stop recruiting in Fiji. Oh, mate. <laughs> and I'll be able to say their names. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I think with the loss of Tyson Frizzell, there's a spot there for a, 
like he, we saw glimpses of to step Mayano right up to step right up yeah and like he's a very good player 100% he but could be I think huge the thing player. was a bit of discipline and a bit of and a bit of uh like uh spontaneity as well like yep. just sort of just being in the right spot at the right time not getting caught out yeah so I think discipline and moving forward like being a good player for that team so yeah excellent <sighs> That was, yeah. That hurt, yeah. It hurts to talk about them because get it out, mate. This is oh, a safe man. place. Oh, look, I just there's nobody listening. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously think that the fans could run the club better than it is being run at the minute. I think they do. You read some of the comments, and it's like, yeah, I make that makes sense. Yeah, which is all the comments. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no. That's it. Excellent. Let us know what you think. If we've missed anyone out, forgotten anyone. Yep. Let us know. I don't think we did. We covered a lot of the players. Mm. Excellent. Right. Well, we're going to rip in my segment this week. Yep. Sounds good. Fat men that have dominated the sport. <laughs> now, my inspiration for this yep. came from the one and only Rakeem Cornwall, West Indian off spinner, absolute. Is he like 140 kilos or something? I can tell you because <laughs> I've done my research. Let me look it up because I've got him here. Maybe he's the only he's the only one I haven't got this. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, well done, well done. Actually, I can tell you. I know he's. I think he's at six six. Yeah, and he weighs about 150 kilo. Yeah, he he looked about 140, 150 yeah. kilo. Yeah, I think we're literally like the same person. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I won't say <laughs> but I'm a better bowler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he was my inspiration, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna start with, off with him. He's my number ten. Yep. Okay. Now the next bloke, he's he's skinny now. But I'm sticking with the cricket world, right? Because mm. when he was at his best... He was fat. He was fat. That's Shane Warne. Oh, oh, grilled cheese. He boy. had no hair and he had a big belly. Yep. And he could rip the flipper. Absolute monster. So that I, I put him in there because prime career, fat man. Yeah. Standard. Um, Number eight. Yep. I've gone with Shaq. 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 Now, Shaq's not my highest ranked basketball player on the list. Really? Yeah. No, I've gone. I've got one another. He's a bit higher up. Shaq seven one, two hundred ninety four pounds. Yeah, but was that based like he? Because he was always pretty solid. He was always solid, like but a, he was fat in those Celtics days. Yeah. Oh, well, that was towards the end though. Yeah. Too. I, that, this is why I've left him. Okay. He's high, right? Yeah. Because he probably didn't dominate when he was his fattest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been hard for for any of any player to dominate. Truly. I managed to do it in the local basketball league. <laughs> now, speaking of truly, truly dominating. Yep. The GOAT of baseball, Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah. Now, famous for being a bigger man. Babe Ruth, 6'2". Yep. 215 pound. All right. Ooh. So, he's a big boy. He's not as big as others on the list. Yeah. But he's big enough to but count and he dominated. And that's big for back then too. Big for back then. No well, strength and conditioning in those days. Nope. Pies and, Beers and schooners. Pies. Yep. Um, now, I've gone with Reese Hoffer at six. Yep. US shot putter. Okay. Now, you're going to see some big boys in the shot put. That's yep. why I've put one in. 
Um, now, Reese Hoffer, let me find the stats here. Uh, 5'11", shorter gentleman, shorter uh-huh. gentleman, 324 pounds. Now, the bloke has no neck, but he oh. doesn't need it. He doesn't need it, okay? Because he's got a gut. Yeah. Three Olympics. Yep. Dominates. Big boy. Like he, medals? Or? I think he won a few medals. I think he won the medal at every Olympic. I think he won at least one gold. Yeah. So he dominated. He dominates. Um, five. Yep. Dominating. Bill the Power Taylor. Oh. We're going to the world of darts here, ladies and Love gentlemen. It. Love it. Now, you're not allowed to be skinny and win a, a darts comp, <laughs> even though we've just had a world champion who is the most jacked person you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. I thought they he's, were, he's chiseled as shit. The now that they've brought that rule in that they can't have beer at the table. It's freaking devastating. It's the best reason to watch the darts. That's it. Um, so Phil the Power Taylor, let me find his stats. I've scribbled a lot of this. Now, he 214 pro titles, tournaments, one. Mm. 85 major titles. Ooh. 16 world championships. Arguably the most dominant athlete of his era. Does not get the recognition he deserves. Right, I'm just going to throw that out there. That is some... So- oh, wow. Yeah. Now, number four. Yeah. Now we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting into now it. Now we're getting there. Well and truly. Butterbean. Right. Butterbean, love it. So I've gone Eric Etcher. Yep. Is his real name. We all know him as Butterbean. Butterbean. So 5'11", yep. 378 pounds. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's about 171 kilos. That's crazy. So, just for your comparisons. So, he had 58 wins by knockout. I mean, and he had immense power. He only had 10 losses. He had 58 for, wins by knockout. For a bloke that's that sort of portly, <laughs> he knocks some dudes out, including Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, that is like, still one of the oh, best man, things that, ever. Johnny Knoxville still reckons he has yeah, like his Concussion. Yeah. yeah. But I've been lost a heap of weight recently. Yeah, I think too, he did. I think... See, what brings think, all these blokes he, in is health. I think he had to, yeah. yeah. All these blokes get brought in by health. Yeah. Um, number three. Yep. Basketball. Go. I'm going with Chuck. I'm going with Charles Chuck. Barkley. Oh. Now, not as big. I was about not as big as he is now. Not as big as he is now, but big for a career. Yeah. Would we say never in elite condition, but when he was big. He was dominant. He was dominant. Yeah. He won a... An MVP. No championships, though. No championships. Unlucky Chuck. But he dominated <laughs> his year. Yeah. Might not have won a title. I mean, he was well and truly in that sort of era that was nearly impossible to win a championship. And credit to him, he had offers to go to Chicago. Yeah. And he knocked them back. I think Lakers chased him as well. I yeah. Mean, a heap Lakers chased everybody. Because <laughs> you won the championships, yeah, mate. Because you wanted by those championships. So I've got him in there consistently. 6'6, 285 pounds, big enough to count. Mm. All right. Dominated. And I think he was better, bigger than Shaq was. That's why I've got him that's in there. A, yeah, that's probably a fair argument. Now we're getting there. All right. So these are the big ones. At least, at least you've put Chuck in there for his basketball, not his golfing. He plays because golf. As, he plays golf about as good as we do. He'd, he'd go <laughs> I really. Think good. Be, I think we'd be competitive against him. He would go really well in our pick one nine nine open. Yeah, well and truly yeah, coming to your screen soon. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, we're getting to the big ones now. Two left. Yeah. Number two, Big John Daly. 
You've got him at number two. I've I got him he was, at two. Now, I thought he was number one for sure. Pretty much every list I've seen, he was number one. Yeah. You right, type in so. big athletes, Yeah, he's the face that pops up. Right? I mean, he was drinking beer and smoking cigars playing PGA tournaments, man. Yeah. Like and, I, and winning. And winning. <laughs> That's so, it. Like, big, I, I would have had him dead set number one. Big John Daly. That is a big call. I think this is him a bit lighter. Yeah. I got him at, he's 5'11", 215 pound. I think he was bigger than that. I think he got bigger. I think he was bigger than that. And then he dropped, like he was such a, like he weighed a heap and then dropped it. Like he, he yo-yo, would he fluctuate yo-yo'd a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's right up there for me. Just yeah. because not only was he a big man that dominated, no one really hit the ball like Big John, mm. but also he carried himself like a big man. Just, he just embraced free. it. He, he embraced, embraced it. it. Yeah. That's what the big men should be in didn't, sport. Didn't conform to society's no. needs. I'm not Tiger Woods. I don't yeah. need to be that skinny. He didn't need to be, though. Exactly. Because I'm fairly sure he would have got sponsored by like Bud Light or something. Jeez, if he wasn't, he missed out. Yeah. Well, they would have missed out. Well, he always had one in his hand. Yeah. Um, number one. Yep. The Frenchman. Mm-hmm. Now, we're including wrestling this week, ladies and gentlemen. I've gone Andre the Giant. Yeah, see, this is this is where it's a bit of a stickler for me. No, yeah. You're, you're considering wrestling as a sport. Yes, I am. All right. I, I would argue it is sports entertainment, not sport. This guy's an athlete. Oh, I mean, he's, he's a freak. Big, big Andre the Giant. Now, read a few stats about Big Andre, sure. one of which was he was growing that fast that his parents didn't recognise him at one point because he was growing so quick. <laughs> I don't know how much truce to that, but there, there, there it is. I'm going to rattle off some stats. That's now, bad. he's a big man, but he's known for his drinking. Yeah. Now, holds the record, 156 beers in a sitting. Um, I think David Boone would like to argue that. Smash Booney. Booney's got no chance. <laughs> um. <laughs> He quit drinking at one point. Because he had to? Yeah. It just, just dialed it back. He'd only have five bowls of wine at dinner. <laughs> now, if I'm, I'm sorry. If I have five bowls of wine, I'm not speaking to anyone for a week. I was week. about to say, I'm sleeping in the gutter before yeah, bowls of wine. I'm, yeah, I'm done. My missus could do it. Um, he once drank a plane out of vodka. Jeez. I think that was from LA to Japan. He's going to Japan. Wow. That's right, no. Yeah, he drank him out of alcohol, the whole plane, but it was mainly vodka that he dominated. Mm. Um, also, while in Japan, I think this is the same trip. Yeah. I can't be sure. He drank 12 bottles of wine on a bus, just Ooh. on a bus trip. Wow. 12 bottles of wine. Um, so he really just dominates. But I think the thing with, with Andre, though, too, is how tall was he? He was, he was pretty big. He was pretty tall. Seven foot. Four. Seven foot four. Five hundred pound. Yeah. Like he was he That's was why he makes man. the list. Like he's he's five hundred pounds. He's half man. a giant. He's not Andrew, half. He's as close well, as we're getting. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like he's, <laughs> Yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like he's No, I'm with you. He's a big man. He's a monster. Yeah. Well he was a monster. Yeah. RIP. RIP. But uh To yeah. one of the best big men. Now I I've left a few out. So honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Um yeah. Larry Allen, yep. Um, blocker for the um, blocker for the Cowboys. Yep. He's he was 
five foot three, six foot three, sorry. Yep. 325 pounds, big boy. He's one of the big reasons behind Emmett Smith's um, career. Yeah. So he was blocking for him and yeah. they were the holes that Emmett Smith was running and this bloke yeah. just had huge Carved holes. Um, so he was one. There's so many NFL players, but... The, yeah. Well, um, I mean, any sort of offensive, defensive... All those big offensive yeah. linemen you could have... Yeah. Could have made arguments. So I was like, I'd throw him in and just... Yeah. Or even like Michael Orr and... There's so many. Yeah. Big Mike. That's it. Just dominates, but that what was about, fun. Um, Merv Hughes? Well, big Merv, yeah. You could put uh, him t- in Towards there. the end, I think he was... Um, Cosgrove... Cosgrove, yeah. Could have put Cosgrove in there. Um, Booney he was played big. for Australia. Yeah. Booney was big. Yeah. He gets in the fat man. Yeah. They, they see fat man category. Yeah. Well, um, fat man in terms of... Professional the, athlete. Professional athlete compared to the rest of the team as well. Yeah. Like. There was a player for Nibia in the cricket too. I can't remember his name, but... <laughs> if you yeah, good, good luck saying that name. If man. you haven't seen the catch. Yeah. Look it up. Big, yeah. fat, Nibian cricketer takes slips catch. People listening will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a screamer. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That's good. That's something different. Yeah, mixing up. Keep the body guessing. Yeah, that's it. Excellent. Awesome. Good stuff. We want to talk about the Australian Open quickly? Let's Let's talk about two people. Two people, okay. Let's go Nick. Kyrgios, yeah. Nick Kyrgios. Has he started to win the love and affection of this great nation? Oh, well and truly. They're on him, are they? I think even throughout COVID and stuff, when he was like calling people out, I think everyone just was being just sort of stupid. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think everyone was like, oh, he's not that bad. He's got a different opinion. He's got, but he's, he's okay. And he's different. Yeah. And um, even like the demon as well, Alex Dimonor. Yeah. Played really well. Yeah. They, they were both undone yeah. by players who were playing really well. Yeah. Well, Nick like, ran into a really good player. Let's Nick ran into the number three seed. Yeah. And he stood up as the number yeah. three seed should. Would he be pissed that he was up two sets? I think anyone would be. Like you're going to be disappointed up, there. You, you, be you able think to close you can it get it done. Yeah. Nick Even does if get had in to his head. Like one set. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard to keep momentum going when... Yeah. It starts to swing the other way. Who was the player he got beat by again? Dominic Team. Team. So, Team wants long rallies. Yep. He wants to run you out. He's as fit as they come. Mm. Nick, on the other hand, quick rallies. Yeah. He wants to just bang it out and get it done. Yeah. Um, so, you could see his team was getting longer games, longer mm. rallies. It really played into his hand. I and really would The longer it went, the yeah. less chance Nick had. Yeah, exactly. And I think it would have been really interesting to see Nick play someone like Novak or... If he plays even, Novak, even, it's even, very different. Even Medvedev as well. Yeah. Medvedev is very, very defensive-minded. Which Nick loves. It, he does love it, but Just, I also think he's he's suited well to players that play quick as well. Yeah. So... Because he I just think, backs himself to beat yeah, them before exactly. they beat him. And I think... Of all the Australian, like all the Australian men, like I would say, arguably apart from but Bernard Tomic, yeah, they all show that they've got somewhere where they can go to, like yeah. they can move onwards and upwards. The Davis Cup team looks really good at the minute. It's probably one of the strongest we've had in a while. Yeah, so and since that's maybe the Rafter and Hewitt era. And Hewitt, yeah, 
But like, I can see Nick breaking into that top fifty, mate. I, there was an article about him that he's going to look back in ten years and regret not winning a major. Yeah, I and think, I think he, I think he is talented enough to win it. He's definitely talented enough, and I think just, is he him, disciplined enough? I think not having a coach that can just dial him in. I think Leighton was so good for him. Yeah, I think he still is too. Yeah, I think, but it's probably now at the point where he needs to get a coach that he can bounce off. I've been to be coached by someone think, like McEnroe. Yeah, oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Just lean into and the Ma- skid, Ma- mate. McEnroe loves him too. But I think yeah, the only problem is so Mac- many, so much of himself yeah. in him. But, uh, yeah, no, that, and who have you got to win the men's side? No. <sighs> so hard. I think team could do it. Mm. This niggling injury of... Um, Novak. Of Novak that we no one knows anything about one, and it only big. ever plays up when he's getting beat and he manages to come back and win. Yeah. Really not sus at all. Um <laughs> depends on how that goes. Well, almost I think Novak I think Novak's rattled a bit at the minute. Yeah. I don't think he's loving the amount of um negative attention mm. would you say that he's getting? Yeah. So, oh absolutely. And then like Dimitrov I almost had as a dark horse. Then he got Undone by this this Russian seed that's just come through, he's kicking ass like Karatsev mm. out of nowhere, like just yeah, just through. and there'll be always like one of those wild card players that just sort of shocks shock, the world, shocks the world a bit. But he'll he'll like it's insane, like how good he is. Speaking of players that shocked the world, mm. Ash Barty shocked the world today by losing. By losing, I mean that. The girl that he, that she lost to today, um, which has been in very good form too. So, but that was her last real challenge. After she got past that, she had a pretty easy run. Though. That yeah. was the easiest side of the draw. So that's a bit frustrating for Ash that. And I've always she drops that game. The thing with Ash too, like, cause she's smaller than a lot of them. Yeah. And like a lot of these girls that are coming through are a lot bigger and a lot stronger. Like even like these Russian, Bel. Like yeah. all, I wonder why the Russians are so strong. Yeah. <laughs> we're uh, going to get shut down now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get suicided. This pod doesn't end up in the air. <laughs> you know why? It was the Russians. Yeah. No, but like like I'm saying, like these girls are a lot bigger, taller, stronger, maybe not as fast, but because they've got such good power hitting, they, they just put it in corners yeah. that you can't get to. So. Yeah. And Ash has been so good. Yeah. And she is she's, so good. She just I, I reckon she hasn't played for a long time, but a lot of those six inches taller, she'd be dominating everyone. Yeah. Because her technical ability as a tennis player is phenomenal. Uh, who's gonna win the ladies? I mean, Serena's looking pretty good at the minute. Did you see the shirt that her husband was wearing today? No. Had um world's greatest female athlete. Yeah. But the female was crossed out. Really? Yeah, and I was like, "That's a big call." Oh, so world's it, greatest athlete. World's then. greatest athlete. Yeah, okay. Um, Where she close? Because, like, let's be honest. Oh, I mean, when we were, when we have the goat conversations with Tom Brady and that, mm. when you think female sports, mm. there's no one else. Oh, she's up there. She's she's it for female, yeah. I think. Mm. But of everybody, yeah, you throw Ronaldo, hard. Messi. Brady, Jordan, Jordan, LeBron James. No, don't throw LeBron in there. Leave him <laughs> out. 
Kareem. But you know what I'm saying, though. I like, know what you're saying. These, these players that are even like, currently, yeah, Phelps. Phelps is before. Phelps is the one for me that people forget. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, no, it's it's going to be tough because just don't know what the girls are going to do either. I mean, Simone, Simona Halep lost last night. She yeah. was probably the highest seed to lo- to lose. I, th- I think we're going to see some shocks as it goes longer. Mm. I mean, so. and Asaka's in good form too. She's I don't not sure that she's dropped a too many. Two. Yeah. yeah. Sucker, she's a freak. So, she's in really good form yeah. too. So, so the, the, a lot of these American girls are playing really well this tournament. So, it's going to be interesting on their side. Um, back to back to the men's side. I don't think. Sorry, yeah. I don't think we said who we're predicting to win. I'm going to go team. You go team, okay. yeah. I just think fitness is going to be a really big key component yep. Yep. of this tournament. Just because of the lack of preparation that everyone had, yep, um, and mental toughness. Mm. And the other day, two sets down against Nick with the crowd against him, mm. didn't seem rattled mm. for the three seed. Like he's pretty highly ranked. I think he he looks fit. He looks healthy. Yeah, I'm going him, and I'm going Serena. Not bad, not bad. I I'm thinking Nadal. I think Rafa. Boom. Get it. I think Rafa. Go, Raf. He's well and truly. He's got a tough test tonight, though. Tonight's the one for him, isn't he's it? He's against Sitsip- Stefanos Sitsipas. Yeah. The young Greek lad. Hell of a player. I mean, he's, he's an insane form, too. Like, he's yeah. always always competitive. But you I know, think, you rock up to play him and you know you're going to work. I think if Rafa wins tonight, he could do it. He's going to do it. And he's chasing Roger. So he's just. He's the other goat, yeah. Who's the goat? Is he? Is Roger the goat of tennis? I I put Roger above Rafa, only because I think he was better across all forms of the like the tournaments. Where Rafa, Rafa, Rafa always Rafa, wins clay. Rafa always wins the French Open, but Roger wins the other three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or he's at least, yeah, yeah. He's more competitive yeah. on the clay than, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and there's nothing to take. I think Rafa could well and truly surpass him. Yeah, he's still still fit enough and strong enough to to win a couple more. Yeah, and while COVID and stuff is still around, it's a good chance for him to do it. But hundred percent. But uh, yeah, I still. I mean, so I think as we get better with sports science and all that kind of mm. stuff, and you can play longer, mm. I think it's going to help these players yeah. trying to get these titles and exactly that. because with tennis. You only need to play four tournaments a year. Like, Roger and... Um, four major tournaments, but they also play all those ATP... But these guys, like, they don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, Roger and Nadal and that. They just play... They do, they do younger. They'll, they'll do, like, one or two... Yeah, just to stay major. warm, yeah. get ready, build into it. Just to, yeah. But they're not playing yeah. everything. Yeah, no. Like... not They're not hustling as much as, like, a number... 20. Number yeah. 100 in Yeah, the 100%. Yeah. Who need every paycheck. Yeah, every paycheck, but also like every sort of Sponsorship opportunity. To get into yeah. those major tournaments too. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the men's side is looking pretty good at the minute. Yeah. Because I'm more about the men's doubles these days. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, now, but the special Ks are out, mate. I oh, know. Are they out now? Yeah, they, they lost oh, the other day. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Shows you how much attention I've been paying. Got it done, uh, undone in straight sets, but well, that's we've fun. got we've got Dylan Alcott still to yeah. Carry, I think, the did he the win sevens. the? Did they win the doubles? They did. They won the doubles. Did really well. I like. I love Dylan Alcott, man. Like he's he's an inspiration, isn't yeah. he? One he's of the best Australians going. On. Yeah, he's got a good podcast too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. We we better not mention it because we want him to come on our pod. We might have to. I'd be happy to go <laughs> on his. I'm, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I'd fairly sure he'd do either. <laughs> but no, uh, beautiful, you know, looking good for the tennis. We'll have the the champion by next week. So yeah, this time next see, week we'll be discussing it, uh, the pays out. Yeah, and if neither of our bets come off, we'll we just the, won't mention it. We won't mention it, or we'll just give the dab to Dave and Muzz. Yeah, we'll just give it to him. again. Yeah. Just give it to him anyway. I think every mistake that we've made today, we can just surpass onto them because they didn't show up. There's been a few. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, stay tuned. Go to our Facebook page. Um, pick one nine. Pick one nine nine podcast. Um, we're gonna put a dab on there. Um, yeah, we're gonna put a dab on there. We're gonna also put. I think we're gonna start doing like polls and stuff. Yeah. Just to just to get that. Um, Get a bit more interaction with our fans. Yeah. Um, we're going to change it up a little bit. You might see some different stuff coming your way. Sounds good. We'll see what happens. Okay, guys. Peace Thanks out. Thanks for listening. Cheers.